0: That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org
1: skills. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. In the wonderful world of working less and doing more, the ideal life is one where you have a magical genie's lamp. You rub it, you tell the genie what you want, and poof, it happens. You've worked less... Far, far less, and you've done more. Far, far more. This is the ideal life. And Bernice, owner of Green Growing Things Plant Stores 1 and 2, dreams of someday having that lamp. She has so much to do, and it seems like everything is more work. Now, it seems so easy to work more and do less. But that way lies ruin. Bernice's genie is right in front of her. It's called the Pareto Principle, or more commonly, the 80-20 Rule less is more, almost always. It turns out that reality is lumpy. Not all things are created equal, not all actions have equal consequences. Let's say you want a big, beautiful house. If you actually have a genie, you can rub the lamp and ask for it, and boom, you've got 24 karat gold toilets. Good for you. But what if you have the lamp, and instead of rubbing it, you put it on your shelf and you spend your time day-trading cryptocurrencies? Oh, you make enough money on paper to buy those gold toilets, but the crypto exchange you're using gets hacked by a 13-year-old Russian high school student, and they steal your entire net worth, leaving you broke. That means that right now you have two possible actions. You can rub the lamp, or you can trade cryptocurrencies. Rubbing the lamp will get you a house, trading cryptocurrencies will get a 13-year-old high school student somewhere in Russia a house. Clearly, not both actions are created equal. In fact, reality is really lumpy. What Pareto observed is that generally 20% of the inputs control about 80% of the outputs. What that means is 20% of the population controls 80% of the wealth. 20% of your actions produce 80% of your results. The rest of your actions don't really have much effect one way or the other, and so on. Bernice can use this to her advantage. Canva
0: presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until...
1: The Singapore presentation is at
0: 3 a.m. The office was shocked. (laughs) That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. (laughs) I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at Canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by AARP.
1: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Revenue is lumpy. Bernice lists out all the products that she sells along with sales records for last year. She figures out how much revenue each different product accounts for. The store sold a million dollars worth of plants last year, and of that, $550,000 came from the sales of Audrey Twos. 250000 came from the sales of Venus flytraps, and the rest of her inventory, which are more ordinary plants like roses, lilies, orchids, and snowberry bushes, only sold $150,000 combined. So this turns out that 80% of her revenue came from the sales of just 20% of her plants for two carnivorous plants, Audrey Twos and Venus flytraps. If she wants to increase her revenue, chances are that concentrating on the carnivorous plant market will get her the biggest revenue boost. Profit is also lumpy. Gross sales isn't the same as profit. Audrey 2s have a really small markup because they already cost an arm and a leg, and the market won't support a high markup. Though the price is high, the profit is low. The breath mints by the cash register, however, cost her a few cents, and she sells them for several dollars as artisanal breath mints. She makes a list of all of the products that she sells and how much of the store's overall profit comes from each product. And to her great surprise, 80% of the store's profits comes from breath mints. Activity is lumpy. Bernice's task list is also subject to the 80-20 rule. She reviews her list, and for each item, she asks how much that task contributes to the store's overall success. And not surprisingly, she decides that her sales and marketing efforts, which are just 20% of her time, is ultimately responsible for the store's success. If she boosts her sales and marketing time from 20% of her time to 40% of her time, she could double the size of the store. If reality is lumpy, you can combine the lumps. Because having done her 80-20 analysis, Bernice can use the results to make her time even more productive. Previously, she concentrated on selling large batches of Audrey 2s to large corporate call centers. We don't want to know what they use them for. That brought in a lot of revenue. But what she really cares about is profit. And profit comes from breath mints, primarily purchased by retail customers who visit the store. So this suggests that she could test concentrating on in-store consumers by adding more high-profit impulse purchases. And even though her revenue will be lower, she'll actually take home more in profit. She could also use her 80-20 analysis to suggest to her big call center customers that they buy lots and lots of breath mints with their Audrey 2 orders. After all, with all the meat that Audrey 2s eat, they can have seriously bad breath. So breath mints make sense as an accessory. A very, very high-profit accessory. Everything in life is lumpy. An 80-20 analysis helped Bernice understand revenue, profit, product mix, and growth strategy, but you can use it everywhere, like relationships. Of all the things that brings Bernice and her schmoopy Melvin closer, she realizes that sharing new analytical techniques makes Melvin light up like nothing else. Geek talk may be only 20% of their relationship, but it's 80% of their bonding. Knowing this, Bernice realizes that sharing the 80-20 principle with Melvin will make him deliriously happy. So she packs up early, closes the store, putting some sample packages of breath mints outside the door as a gift for any customers who are inconvenienced by the early close time, and rushes home for good old-fashioned quality geek time. Because at the end of the day, there's an 80-20 rule for life. And for Bernice, 80% of her deep happiness comes from her friends and her family, not her business. So as profitable as it may be, Sometimes a schmoopy time is just more important. Use the 80-20 rule anywhere that you want to get more results. Ask which 20% of the effort, time, or money is producing 80% of the results, and then double down on that 20%. You can find out what brings the most revenue, profit, and products. You can find out what brings the most happiness, the most closeness, the most joy. Because reality is lumpy, and you don't need a genie to get what you want out of life. You just need to take your lumps and use them to work less and do more i'm steve robbins follow get it done guy on twitter and facebook you want to make obscene progress on your biggest goals check out my get it done groups at steve or join my personal mailing list by texting get it done to 33444 you'll also get a free copy of my book chapter on how to build relationships that help you succeed work less do more and have a great life